This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Presented by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. a little bit uh, about that earliest memory that you had and I was telling uh, I was telling you that the one of the ones that I get triggered whenever there's a and triggered in a good way uh, by the uh, by the rain whenever there's heavy rain of of being a small child and dancing in the rain on the front lawn of my parents house when I was about three or four years of age and so I was asking you about yours and Ian no it's not Ian uh, no name to this one says uh, Jay I don't know how old I was but I remember vividly pushing green army men into the pilot fire of the furnace kids don't do this i also remember dad after the fact surprised i didn't burn the house down that was his earliest memory lots of them coming in we'll get to more of them throughout the show and i talk about memories it was 10 years ago june 19th a massive low pressure system stalled over the foothills of alberta and it brought a month's worth of rain in just one day it was 18 hours of rain dropped about a hundred 150 millimeters of rain on already saturated land. Uh, by the next morning, uh, like the Bow River and other waterways just turned absolutely destructive. And at times, um, it was like 1,800 cubic meters per second of rushing water. Wrap your head around that. Across southern Alberta, uh, the human toll, five lives were lost, along with $6 billion in property and infrastructure damage. So as this is the 10th anniversary, obviously, People are a little bit nervous. People looking back, there's some apprehension. Well, every year is a bit of apprehension as the uh, anniversary of the flood comes up because uh, until we get uh, proper flood mitigation facilities in place, it's still a significant risk of us being flooded. And that is Charlie Lund, who lives in the Sunnyside neighbourhood along the Bow River in Calgary. Um, Angela Colcott, of course, and an, an, an announcer and producer at CHQR 770 in Calgary, our sister station joining us this morning. Hi, Ange. Hi, Jalen. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Nice to talk with you. Thanks for getting up early and making time for us this morning. You were working. Um, you were working when this was going on. What, what, when you first, you know, look back 10 years ago, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, you know, it is funny because even when you were talking about your weather forecast, uh, rainfall warning yeah. had ended, there there always is that, oh, rainfall, and it keeps going and it keeps going. And it, when it happened, the, the biggest thing that came to my mind was it was about 11 o'clock at night, and it had been raining all day, and there were concerns about watching the level of the bow. But around 11 o'clock at night, uh, someone was knocking on our door, and we're like, what, what? Mm. And so it was my neighbor who lived in Sunnyside, you just mentioned Charles. Charles, yeah. uh, his comment, which is just down the hill from my neighborhood, and she was there with her two teenage boys and said, Ange, we've just been evacuated from Sunnyside, so can we stay the night? And we realized, oh, it's getting really serious because Sunnyside is right along the bow, and, and the fact was about 10 years earlier, I had moved from that community, moved up the hill mm. into my current neighborhood, and realized that, what? The river is getting that high, so instantly when I remember the the flood i think of my good friend coming here and it became very real right then yeah very real very fast so for you did you have to leave did were you ever evacuated Ange? 
Fortunately, no, because okay. we were higher up on, on the hill. Uh, but, you know, the, the next day you talk about what the bow had done. We mm-hmm. all, everyone in the neighborhood, walking around and seeing the trees that had been pulled down into the river. Um, huge chunks of the river had been eroded, ripped away. Uh, trees jammed under Center Street Bridge. <laughs> we couldn't even walk on the lower deck. So, and, and I still remember it was almost like walking. Uh, walking around as zombies um, because people would be looking at each other and just, wow, oh, what, what do we just do? happened? <laughs> and it did. It did happen so quickly. That's the frightening part. So, Angela, I mean, so it's it's happening in your home community and, of course, uh, south of, of Calgary as well. And as a, as a journalist, as, a, as an on-air um, personality, as a producer, I mean, your job was also to cover it. Give me an idea what that was like. Well, here's the the really crazy part. Our radio station was in Eau Claire Market, for those familiar with Calgary, and it had been evacuated. Mm. And so for the first couple of days, we we weren't even on the air. And so that suddenly became a huge technical issue for the radio station to say, all right, how do we still get this? Um, some of our, our newsroom ended up going up into Ched. You might yeah, remember those I days do. as well. Uh, and then also within a few days, we all announcers, I had an afternoon show, we set up mobile uh, units to be in your home, and so this is pre-COVID. Wow. Which now people, it was no big deal to hear announcers from their home during COVID. But ten years ago, that was fairly new, where our engineers had to go to the different announcers' homes to say, "All right, we've got to get on the air." And so it it was very new to be uh, announcing from your home. I would we were in that situation. Oh, it had to be at least two to three weeks, possibly a month. It was a long time. But I even had, um, I'd have a, a monthly interview with a police chief mm-hmm. or Mayor Nahed Nenshi. Mm-hmm. And so that they were coming to my home, which was all very unique. Um, but yeah, in those first early days, the station was scrambling. We we had a temporary um, station up at uh, McMahon Stadium. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, it was tough when you were thinking right away you wanted to be reporting, but the uh, station, we couldn't even get into it because of the evacuation and the water that was rising around the station. Take a look back before I let you go here, Angela, um, about how the community, though, came together and and, um, and helped everybody. It was like, got in there and said, okay, we need to clean this up. And I know even, you know, fire departments from up here went down to Calgary. But as always, we see um, in, in situations when people need help uh, you put the call out and they're there exactly and I think that that was the big thing it uh, tragedy unfortunately or as a blessing brings communities together mm-hmm. and I I know because I was working at the time but my husband and our son would just walk down the hill into Sunnyside because people when the waters receded left behind uh, you know sodden mattresses mm. photo albums so you'd walk down into these communities whether it was Bowness or as I mentioned Sunnyside and and you just saw people's lives on the sidewalks yeah. And they were dumbfounded, but it was beautiful to see how people would come together to say, sure, I'll just come and help you pull things out of your basement, or people were bringing donuts, or, you know, it was incredible that 
to get over that shock, everyone just said, we got to pitch in here. And, and you'll remember that it was within two weeks that the saddle dome and yeah. that had been flooded, it was cleaned up, the stampede went on, you know, hell or high water, the yes. saying they had. <laughs> so I think it was pretty cool to see the communities come together and really say, we're going to mm. get through this. Angela, thanks for this. I sure appreciate it. You bet, Jalen. Yeah, take care. Angela Colcott joining us uh, this morning, of course, an announcer at CHQR 770 in in Calgary on the air afternoon show uh, during those floods 10 years ago. Now, we know High River was one of the hardest hit communities. Uh, It saw whole neighborhoods wiped out. We'll head to High River next. service where service is their specialty proud sponsor of this morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre all right we are um, taking a look back 10 years ago 10 years uh, after the 2013 flood in in southern Alberta and we talked to Angela Colcott in Calgary about the situation there but uh, we've talked uh, as well about High River being one of the highest or the hardest hit communities uh, the deaths of uh, four people in and near the town uh, whole neighborhoods in that community were wiped out many residents there had no place to return to well things have changed dramatically over the past uh, 10 years and the mayor of High River Craig Snodgrass joining me this morning mayor thanks for making time morning how are you i am really well thank you now you became mayor in november of 2013 so a couple of months afterwards after this happened where's your head at on this 10th anniversary when when you take a look back what do you think um well i'm looking looking back as you know successfully with the uh kind of the way we started things with um, priority one being safety and security of our community and making sure that we got as much done as we possibly could before another event came and um, you know we always said we want to look back five or ten years later and be be happy about what what we got accomplished and, and you know so now I can look back and all of our mitigation projects are done and and we've uh, we've got high river in a very very good position now yeah now i think about 200 million dollars in government funding eventually eventually uh came through to high river and you talk about that flood mitigation what was put in place what was done to uh try to ensure that you know what had happened in 2013 never happens again yeah so it was about eight and a half kilometers of berms and dikes and uh, floodgates and raised a highway with the cooperation of Foothills County. Um, raised a piece so that the, remember with the Hamptons and Sunshine areas that, so that they don't flood again. Mm. Um, but as well, the big ones, you know, removing um, the homes out of a beach out of the Beechwood neighborhood mm. and the Wallaceville neighborhood. So that was about a hundred and. I can't remember exactly, but about 150 homes that were uh, where we had to tell people they had to move, and mm-hmm. we removed the homes, and and that's uh, all naturalized areas and, and floodway areas now. So 
Mayor, we know that, um, you know, uh, one of the things, and people will still talk about it, uh, you know, I still hear about it on the text lines about uh, when the RCMP entered uh, entered homes in the community, um, uh, seizing, seizing firearms, and the distrust that came or appeared, the distrust that came of the RCMP after that, has that relationship been built back? Is it better now? Oh yeah, yeah. No, that was that was a, uh, a decision that was made at the time, and um, you know the RCMP came back and compensated people for damages and everything. But um, yeah, that, that's a, okay. that's a non-issue now for sure. Good. And and Mayor, before I let you go, um, things in in High River going uh, well right now. I've been reading a number of articles uh, in preparation for this interview about a real estate uh, boom, and of course, uh, it's become a bit of a hot spot for for movie making as well. Tell us about that. Yeah, no, it's uh, the you know real estate is is good. High River's in a great position now, and it's I'll tell you, it's all thanks to the immediate response we got from from the Alberta government um, in day one of the flood to all the volunteers coming in and helping us helping us get cleaned up and um, you know that that immediate response is what set us on the track for success and that's where we are today and, and High River's doing great and we want people to come and have a look at what we've done with the changes downtown after all the infrastructure repairs we did and um, you know the I want to thank everybody that came in and, and pitched in to, to help get High River to the position we're in today. So, Mayor, uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Sure appreciate it. Take care. Appreciate it. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, Mayor of uh, Mayor Craig Snodgrass, who is the uh, mayor of High River, and uh, that movie that uh, last uh, The Last of Us, uh, in in part filmed down there as well. Uh, and apparently they've just done some uh, some great work down there. So we're going to have to go on a road trip. Check it out here in the next little bit.